Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X92.9's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. For House of Cars. It's Thursday, March 3rd, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Uh, today, uh, our office is having a like welcome back to the office party. We're all meeting at a bar to have a couple drinks. And yeah. It's interesting, though, because, I mean, it's been a while since our office was open. It was open yep. for a bit there. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we've hired people who I don't really know. We have a lot of people that I don't really know. And yeah. it's, it's a bit embarrassing. Because, of course, we've been here. And I find, like, people in the office will listen to our show. And they'll kind of know who we are. But there's been so much change over upstairs that we haven't really gotten to meet them. So people will come up and I'm like, I don't know your name. Yeah. And, like, when someone when someone's hired, they're brought around and introduced and everything. But they had a mask on. So yeah. Really, like, this woman walked by the other day and was waving at us. And I was like, who's that? It was a salesperson that I met just once, yeah. right? Because they've been working from home and like we're all going to need name tags at this thing tonight. I know. It's so bizarre to think about because yeah. and a lot of them like have worked here for a while. It's just that they haven't been in the office for a year and yeah. a half. So you could be here for two years and I'll be like, who's that? <laughs> so it could good. be interesting today. We'll see how that goes. I'm going to feel so embarrassed. Yep. Yeah. It could be awkward. Uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about which jobs hook up with each other the most. We're going to talk about exotic SUVs. Try to spin the news to be a little more positive. Yeah. Although I think I failed at it. Shauna was not pleased with me. Uh, we're going to hear pop-up audio today. We'll explain a bit more about that later. Uh, some more white girl sayings rated. We're going to talk about mood rings. Canadian pornography. <laughs> your fantasy wedding. Here's your out-of-context clip of the show. Are you taking every <laughs> news story and I'm wanting sorry, to make just, it? Are you serious I'm right sorry. now? I'm just thinking, like, I don't think I would put on traditional Holy Ukraine bananas. wear and go snowboarding. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Well, this is a bit crazy. Urban Dictionary has a definition for retail rock, and it was submitted back in 2004. Aww. Well, no, what, don't. Oh, man, I really thought I had something there. Well, you did. <laughs> I thought that was my term. Well, I mean... Damn the internet. To be honest, everything is on Urban Dictionary. Like, it's the strangest thing on the internet, really. Every time you have a good idea, you go online and you're like, oh, this has been done. It doesn't mean that you didn't have it. But I found this funny because I wanted to compare how we, you know, have been viewing Retail Rock and to see if this person, you know, in fact, believes the same thing. So here's what it says. It says, the music that's played in a corporate retail chain in order to influence the buying habits of customers. Although Retail Rock varies from store to store, one thing remains consistent. The music, like the products found in the store, which it's played is fake mass-produced garbage that must be avoided at all costs. Okay, so there's a bit of overlap between what they consider retail rock and what we consider it to be. This is really funny, though, because they always give examples of yes. Urban Dictionary. So it says, while browsing in CVS, Barbara noticed the song playing over the store's radio was I Don't Want to Wait by Paula Cole. She immediately bought several packs of Q-tips. <laughs> okay. Which is a, a great example. Yeah. Also, I... I was thinking, like, Paula Cole's song, I Don't Want to Wait. Retail Rock? 
I call that retail rock. Mm. So, okay. Next one. Ashley's boyfriend waited outside Abercrombie and Fitch while she was shopping for the latest fall fashions. He could hear no such thing by John Mayer <laughs> blaring over the store speakers and he didn't like it. That sounds even closer to what, that sounds, to what we consider retail rock. And we've talked rock. about John Mayer being retail rock as well. You said this definition was from 2004? 2004. Oh, so just 18 years late to the party. Well, That's it's, no big deal. I mean, again, like it's... It's a bit eerie. I was like, is this, are we going through some sort of weird tunnel here? Like 2004. No, it's just that everything you think is original isn't. It's been done. Well, it doesn't. The internet has showed us that given enough people thinking about this stuff, every idea has been done. It is a bit creepy when you think about it. Like how did that, that's so bizarre. But this is again, everything is on the internet. So. Well, I'm sad now. Don't be sad. Can we keep doing retail well, of course rock? We okay. can. Yeah. BNS and 20 minutes or less podcast. Okay, so I'm, I'm Instagram friends with this dude named DJ Starting from Scratch, and he is a club DJ in Toronto. Who, Amazing. Who I met when I was working in Top 40 Radio. But if you've ever seen one of Russell Peters' stand-up specials, and Russell Peters is the pride of your hometown, right? Sure is. Brampton, Ontario. Yep. Uh, Him and Michael Sarah. Yes. Mm. Uh, Scratch is the DJ who brings Russell out. So if you've watched one of Russell's shows, the DJ right. bringing motive, and they're good friends. And uh, Russell got married last week, so Scratch was posting all of these photos from the wedding. And, I mean, because Russell is one of the biggest comedians in the world, the wedding looked pretty sick. Oh, I can imagine. Like, lots of celebrity guests. Yeah. Bruce Buffer from the UFC introduced the new couple when they Hilarious. came in. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> if you... Mr. and Mrs. Russell Peters. It's Bruce Buffer, though. That's, That's pretty awesome. awesome. But it got me thinking... About your fantasy wedding. Mm. Let's say unlimited budget, unlimited access to whoever you want to be there or whatever you want, wherever you want it to be. What does your your wedding look like, Shauna? We could take a few categories if you wanted. Okay. Okay, so what what's the venue? Ski resort. Which one? It's debatable. Lake Louise. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say like I would, the venue and reception would be the Fairmont Banff Springs for me because yeah. I think it's... I, I know a girl who got married there, I think, last weekend, and it looked... Incredible. Fairy oh, yeah. tale, right? Yep. So Yeah, definitely. The Fairmonts are amazing for that. So yep. Who's officiating? The Rock. Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Dwayne the Rock Johnson. See, I thought about this. It's gotta be somebody charismatic. Yeah. But it can't be somebody who's a lot better looking than me. Mm. Because then I will look like a troll standing next to So them. not the rock then. It's not the rock. And I don't want to say anybody here because then people are gonna be like, Oh, Beckley thinks he's better looking than that guy. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Um we did get married in the Catholic Church. Yes. So maybe the Pope? Oh. Does, he, does he do weddings? Oh, damn. I don't know, but it'd be that pretty would cool be, of the Pope. That so. would be the pinnacle for sure. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, who's the entertainment? I'd, so this one would be for my boyfriend. It would be Kiss. <laughs> Kiss would be the entertainment for sure for him. You know, a little surprise for him. And Can you imagine having Kiss at your wedding? Oh, my God. Be yeah. cool. What about you? Uh, like the dance? I don't know about the dance, but like the you know, like the, the lovey-dovey parts would be like maybe Mumford and Sons or something. That yeah, would be, that would be beautiful. be really nice. Mm-hmm. What's the meal? See, this one I'm torn on, and I can't really decide on what I'd want. Like it could be... I know you love your seafood. I do love seafood. I'd have a giant seafood buffet for sure. I'd also have a craft beer table where like oh, you could go and yeah. pour your own craft beer. Look like that. All that kind of stuff. You know, make that a thing. Have like a dozen taps going. Yeah. Yeah, all kinds. Of, so you can just pick whichever one you want. Or there'd Growler also be bar. like, there'd be some snurs, right? There'd be Pilsner <laughs> on there too for the Terry's, but yeah. 
Very the, nice. The meal itself, I could go. I love roast beef. I love steak. I, seafood would be in there for sure. The best meal I ever had was at a restaurant. It was a steak, a steak in New York, and I would call them up and be like, "Do you guys cater? Yeah, Can you cater a wedding in Canada in mm-hmm. Banff? Yes. Um, sushi. Mm-hmm. Bring my own sushi chef in. <laughs> yeah. I asked McKenna this question, and I was like, "So, what, like, who would you have?" And she's like, "Justin Bieber." Well, obviously. And I said, like, as the entertainment, and she's like, "No, as the groom." It's like, no, it still has to be me in this this scenario. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We talked about Don Cherry yesterday. And at first, Beckler, when you said his name, I thought you said Dong Cherry. (laughs) And I was instantly like, there has got to be a Canadian porn called Dong Cherry. Is there? There has to be. I don't think a lot of uh, adult films are shot in Canada. Okay. Because I was like, it's Rock'em Sock'em featuring Dong Cherry. And then the more you think about it, the more, the movie writes itself. There's Dong Cherry, yeah, Wang Gretzky, okay? This, this was a long time ago in the show, but we talked about like an all-Canadian strip troupe. Yeah. With names like this. Wang Gretzky was one of them. Okay. I think Dong Cherry was one too. Oh, okay. Well, there but you go. if you want to stick specifically to Canadian hockey players. Yeah. Because we went with all Canadian celebrities there, I think. Sock'em, yeah. Okay. Uh, who else? You, who else is appearing in this film? I mean, the pocket rocket needs no change to his nickname. <laughs> Henri like Richard, right there. Yeah, oh, pocket rocket. Henri Richard. Oh, that's good too. Yeah, Court, Cordy Plow, which of course is also hilariously one of the names of our snowplows. I now, love it, but uh, that would also work in this this scenario. I've got a few. I had okay. some ones that were really really good, but probably shouldn't say on the air. Oh yeah, so, yeah, that's uh, part of this. Martin rode her. Oh, that's good. Mark Messer up. Oh yeah. Grant Furry, uh, and he appears in niche films. Yeah, in a certain or ones from the eighties, you know. Bobby, <laughs> Bobby Floor, that's weak. Joe in the Sackick. Mm. <laughs> I like that. That's a stretch. <laughs> Tug Gilmore. <laughs> Guy Deflower. I did think of that one yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the English for it's, okay. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> There's so many good ones and so many I can't say. I know. That's the, the holding, holding some in here, but the the furry uh, yeah, the, in the 80s niche for sure. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. My son Bo was telling me that his friend bought a, brought a mood ring to school. Oh. Do you yeah. remember mood rings, Sean? I love mood rings. You were a yeah. child of the 90s. Mm-hmm. They were big then. Yep. And I, I honestly believed that they worked when I was little. Me too. I was like, it can actually tell your mood. I yeah. thought they were the coolest thing ever. They were pretty cool. Uh, Bo said he tried it on and it turned blue, which his friends said meant that he was happy. And I told him that was strange because when we say someone is feeling blue, it means they're sad. Yeah, that's the weird. opposite, right? Blue is not the color we associate with happiness. No. But then it, we, I got telling him, I was like, "There's like, colors kind of respond to, or correspond to all different kinds of either moods or behavior, you know? Yeah. Can you think of all the ones? Like if you're red, you're angry, right? Yeah. Green always means money or greed. Money or greed. Yeah. Uh, yellow is like cowardly. Yeah. I don't know how yellow meant. Or happy. Came to be cowardly. If you call someone yellow, you're calling them cowardly. Hmm. Actually, Does I happy know that. have a color? Well, I think of smiley faces that are yellow. <laughs> so yes, happy <laughs> is yellow. I associate yellow with happy. Yeah. It's weird though. And I'm sure I, I'd imagine in different, like it's different in other cultures, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think... Different colors have different meanings for sure. For sure, yeah. Even, I think you told me that like the color of mourning is different in, in other cultures, right? It's not black everywhere. Yeah. 
Um, this was interesting. In, I was telling you I was reading Bo's Chickadee magazine that he gets. I was reading it to him. Speaking of, yeah, throwbacks. Uh, yeah. I used to get a Chickadee magazine, too. <laughs> uh, but we were reading that in some cultures, like they have a completely different, like, completely different concepts of color in general. Like There's a language called Bassa, which is spoken mostly in Liberia, and they only have two different color words. There's Ziza, which refers to warm colors, like yellow and orange and red. And, yeah. And then there's Hui, which refers to cool colors. The and they don't actually have and, words for all the different no, colors uh, of colors? No. Wow. There are warm colors and there are cool colors and they're all grouped together. And I was like, I feel like you, that's not enough. That's definitely not enough. I feel like you need a few more names for colors than that. I like, would say, yeah, that's bizarre. Maybe, because I mean, if there's like if there's like a yellow cup and a red cup and you're like, pass me the Ziza cup. Which one is They're it? They're screwed. Which one is it? Yeah, that's odd. I wonder why that would be. Maybe they you just, don't. Do they have limited words as a whole? They just haven't gotten around to filling out their vocabulary yet? It's, it's a good question. Like, well, it's a good, good question. Enough. Good enough. Apparently, industrialized nations, like industrialized cultures tend to have more words for colors in general, hmm. just because there are more consistently reproduced colors. Makes sense. Yeah, and Maybe I guess- Things like cars. Like cars, you're cars. right. Cars, paints. That's yeah. where I know most of my color names from. That's just it. But they also said that like um, co- warmer colors tend to have more names too because they stand out. Mm. Like if you're looking at if you're looking at say a landscape or something, the warmer colors sense. will pop more, so you're more likely to name those. I learned all of this from a magazine oh, is, aimed at six to nine. I was going to say so. you're learning a lot from Chickadee <laughs> Magazine these days. The BNS and Twenty Minutes or Less podcast. I've got some cliche white girl sayings that I'd love you. To rate for oh, me. Oh, great. We haven't done this for a bit. I on love this. On a scale this. of 1 to 10, Beckler. Uh, we like to rate these sayings based on, yeah, the likelihood that they'll appear on a white girl's wall or, or my wall, essentially. <laughs> so, uh, And what are we using to rate them today? I was thinking how many cucumbers on your eyes out of 10? Oh, yeah. That's okay. perfect. I thought so. Okay. How many cucumbers on eyes? Yes. How many, <laughs> how, many, how many out of 10 cucumbers on eyes do you give this one? Here's the first. It's not the number of breaths we take, but the number of moments that take our breath away. I knew where you were going, and I love it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love it. That's just... like, that's nine cucumbers on eyes out of ten, That is probably. Yeah, yeah these, this is magical. Uh, this one, sing like no one is listening. Love like you've never been hurt. Dance like nobody is watching. How have we never featured this one before? This is in the, the White Girl Saying Hall of Fame. It's got to be in the top five. I would think so. Yes. What did we decide was the, the OG of White Girl Sayings before Live, Laugh, Love? I think it was Home is Where the Heart Is because that's what you used to see in everyone's homes, right? Everyone still to this day has Home is Where the Heart Is somewhere. This is like the century team yes. of White Girl Sayings. You got Home is Where the Heart Is. Yep. You got Live, Laugh, Love. You got this one. Sing like no one's listening. Love like you've never been heard. Dance like no one's watching. Yeah. These are. I have to. That's. Let me tell you. Full 10. Okay. Let me tell you what. I I think this gets a bonus point because I almost got that tattooed on me at one point. (laughs) And here's where I first read it on a bar wall. And I read it was like, that's beautiful. I want that tattoo. I wish you had. I. I would have something to make fun of you for. Then. I still should, just because it even that, that the thought crossed my mind. It should be tattooed on me. So I'd be like, what does your tattoo say? And you're totally serious. Yeah. Sing like no one's listening. Love like you've never been hurt. Dance I wonder if there's like anyone listening watching. right now who, who has, has that. that? Don't worry. Like, I almost did too, okay? You and I, were in this together. <laughs> uh, this one. Overthinking ruins friendships and relationships. Overthinking creates problems you never had. Don't overthink, just overflow with good vibes. Oh, it took a turn at the end there, it didn't did. it? Mm-hmm. I, I kind of like kind of liked what it was where it was going at I first and then overflow with good vibes. Yeah. yeah. 
really up to the white girl now. And I'm going to give that one seven. I was going to say. Seven cucumbers on ice. That one did the same thing to me. I first was like, oh, this is good. And then I was like, mm, okay, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, and this one, don't let idiots ruin your day. Okay, this one to me is almost more of like a Terry slogan. It 100% is. To me, this is in the same vein as like, can't fix stupid. Yep. <laughs> I know. I know. That being said, the, the message is good. Like, don't let idiots, is something that maybe we should all be reminded of, especially as things on social media are escalating and these, you know, fights are going on. So just maybe a good reminder, but definitely not a white girl no, saying, I No, I feel say. like it'd be said by the type of person who thinks that they're the smart one and everyone else is mm -hmm. an idiot. Yeah. If they could just figure it out. By the way, these are all inspired by this motivation app I have, uh, and it has all these sayings that it pops up, so I just collect them from there, and that one was in there. So, a bit of a weird change hmm. between yeah. all the others. A bit of a weird Definitely. Term. <laughs> Don't let idiots ruin your Don't day. Don't let idiots ruin your common day. Common sense ain't so common anymore. That's, yeah. Same sort of... Same sort of energy to that quote. Yeah, definitely. Going to give that one two cucumbers on eyes out of ten. Yeah. That's Not a very white girl, but... I think it's one of the lowest ratings we've ever given these things. I'd there agree. B and S in 20 minutes or less. Audio. A lazy rain am I. The skies refuse to cry. This is the first track from the upcoming 12th Chili Peppers studio album, Unlimited Love. It's the first album since John Frusciante rejoined the band, replacing Josh Klinghoffer, and the first to feature Frusciante since 2006's Stadium Arcadium. When the band first invited John back, he was down for it, but said he wasn't overly confident that he could even still write rock music. Well, the first song he wrote back in the studio became the band's first single in five years. So I'd say he can still write rock music. Shortly after this song was released, Arkell's frontman Max Kerman put out a clip on TikTok poking fun at Anthony Kiedis' unusual vocal inflection here. Either spoke too soon And China's on the dark side of the moon you, More Gaelic? Okay, more Gaelic, okay. I don't know why, but I think the weird accent kind of adds to it. I do too. With original guitarist John Frusciante returning to the band, this meant old guitarist Josh Klinghoffer was, well, he was essentially fired. They cited artistic differences and not speaking the same musical language. Damn, imagine being with a band for 10 years and then getting the sit down, getting fired from the Chili Peppers and all the money that came with it. Let's well, suck. We don't often include pop-up audio on the podcast. We do it every Thursday. We, we do a song for pop-up audio every Thursday. But, I mean, I guess because we can't play you the full song. Yeah. So it feels a little bit awkward because there are rules about that with, like, rebroadcasting audio on a podcast. It's we true, yeah. Little snippets. Uh-huh. Uh, and also, I know that not everybody who listens to this podcast is also a fan of the music that we play on this station. Sometimes so. you're more a fan of uh, our chatter instead. So we figured the Chili Peppers are probably a big enough band that we could feature their new song on Pop-Up Audio. And if you like it, you can go find it yourself. Listen to the station. We're playing it. 
On a different note, do you remember when I was telling you, Shauna, about my conspiracy theory about how gas doesn't get you as far anymore? Like yes. The gasoline itself mm-hmm. isn't quite so efficient. Uh, well, gas went up here yesterday to $1.56 per liter, and I know in some parts of Canada, it's much higher than that. They said it's going to go up again. Yeah. 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 They're well, saying they, that, but I, I don't know if, I forget where I was reading, but they're like, it could get up to 175 here, which would be in other parts of Canada, well above $2. 215 yeah. 220 in some places. Yeah. Well, I posted a video about this on TikTok, and it went absolutely gangbusters. Yeah. Uh, thousands of people have responded, left me comments and messages saying that they have noticed the very same thing with well, their not, gas tanks. It's not a conspiracy anymore because we've found out that it, in fact, is happening. I mean, ga- gas companies have admitted on their websites. You can go straight there and see that they're saying, like, no, we are, in fact, making Adding our ethanol and- gas more clean, quote-unquote, which means that it's far less efficient. Mm-hmm. And they're getting pushed to do that, right, by the government. And it's crazy because when I was starting to look into it further, there's articles from, like, two years ago. Like, this is nothing new. Right. It's just that it's kind of been buried by... <laughs> All kinds stories. of other yeah. stuff that's going on. But so. it's a pretty important story. I mean, if you're filling up that much more often, yeah. which also doesn't make sense to me, because if the goal is to reduce emissions, and I got to fill up every seven days instead of every ten, but still have to drive 500 kilometers, are we much further ahead? I think the push is just for electric vehicles, right? Yeah. They're trying to push it from both angles. Now they're pushing the gas companies to become cleaner, and now they're, I mean, leaving people. No choice, in eventually, I think, than to switch to electric. Which but. is great when it when it's feasible. I, know. I mean, if I could afford an electric truck right now, I would drive an electric truck. Yeah. There's what a guy I know from high school commented on one of my videos, and he's like, "Go electric, join the revolution." And I was like, "An electric truck starts at like seventy thousand dollars if you can even find one. They're all like, everyone put their orders down for them, right? Yeah. So what are you supposed to do? I know." So everything gets more expensive, and there is really no other option. I guess bike, which some people would say is what they want you to do, right? Yeah. I know. It's uh, uh, it's very interesting. You're right, though. It isn't even a conspiracy theory. The one guy on the on my comments said that he manages his company's fleet of vehicles. And he's like, we've noticed consumption go up, too. Yeah. And a fleet would really show what was happening, right? Oh, yeah. VNS in 20 minutes or less. You love your car. Bet you'd love lower interest and lower payments, too. Refinance your auto loan with House of Cars and love the freedom of having more money in your pocket. Visit houseofcarscalgary.com. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I thought maybe we could do a little segment here called Little Victories, Beckler. Maybe start this. And what this is is where we talk about the good news. Because the news cycle right now is obviously extremely negative and something will, you know, kind of fade away and then something else comes in. And I was like, you know, you kind of have to talk about that stuff, but maybe okay. we could focus on some of the good news stories as well. And like then have any like, good news stories? Any or? good news stories. Yeah. Like pertinent ones, you know, to right now, not just maybe random ones from 10 years ago, okay. but things that are going on in the world right now that are actually good that we can talk about. Little victories. We need like a <laughs> little victories. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Anyway, jumping into it, we'll have to work on that. We maybe it's going to get, get better than that. I yeah, I think. Is it like a sound effect you can play or something? Did you play like the, like the level up mushroom yes. sound from Mario or something? Yeah, yeah like yeah. this. Yeah, that's That'll loud. Work. Sorry if that hurt that's your okay. eardrums. That'll work. Okay, so first of all, uh, energy bills are going down. Well, are they? Direct Energy said yesterday the average house should see a decrease of 30 to 50 bucks on their bills throughout March. So that is a good thing, right? I heard this and I was like, that is good news for us. I don't mean to rain on the parade, but mm. when I mean, when they were as high as they were. Yes. It's, I mean, it's, yes, it's good they're going this direction, not the other direction. But it kind of reminds me of like when a, when a business is like, we're having a big sale and they just jack up 
Okay, you need to the stop being price. negative here so, because here's the thing. Everything else is going up right now. Yeah. Gas is skyrocketing, we're seeing, and everybody was assuming energy was going to go the same way. In fact, it was predicted so, and in fact, it's not. So that is a good, that is a little victory, okay? I'm counting that. Yeah, I can't, the sound is played. I can't argue it anymore. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Sound, I saw one recently, um, and it's if, on the topic of like the cost of things. There's this guy I follow on Twitter who goes by the food professor. Mm-hmm. His name is Sylvain Charlebois, and I think he works at Dalhousie University, but he kind of studies food supply chain and that sort of thing. Yeah. And he said, you know, with the inflation rate that we're seeing, there are, there are a few items that have remained the same price since 2009, and that is bananas, peanut butter, sugar and flour, and tofu. Oh. All four of those things cost the same now. As they did in two thousand nine. Despite I mean, peanut butter, everybody loves that. Banana, everybody does. But, okay, All those right. are big ones too. That's... Sugar flour, like these are these are not like I mean tofu maybe, but these are like niche. These aren't niche things. These are like staples. Right? No, that's so, good. Okay, hit it. All right. And uh, Sunshine Village is offering a deal from now until March seventh for anybody who dresses up in traditional Ukrainian wear. You can get a lift ticket for seventy five bucks, and if youth do it, then it's fifty percent off a lift ticket. So at the hill, at the hill. Like while you're skiing or snowboarding? Yeah, you just you can wear anything that represents Ukrainian dress and you'll get 75 bucks okay. for your lift ticket. So there you go. Is that at all disrespectful? I don't Does think so. Does it make so. it look like a bit of a costume day on the hill? Like a, like a, well, I was wondering you know, like yesterday about the whole, like a, Are you taking every <laughs> news story and I'm wanting sorry, to make just, it? Are you serious I'm right sorry, now? I'm just thinking, like, I don't think I would put on traditional Holy Ukrainian bananas. wear and go snowboarding. I think people would be like, that's... That's kind of like disrespectful. Well, no? well, everybody in the comments thought it was a great okay. idea and thought it was a great way to support Ukraine <laughs> and show the, your play Holy the sound and, I have, and then I have well, to stop talking. For, yes, no more <laughs> of you. Okay, geez. DNS in twenty minutes or less. Okay, so you know how every luxury and exotic automaker now has their own SUV. Yes. Like, I mean, SUVs in general, I think, are pushing sedans kind of further and further out of the market. But yeah. it's happening with the high-end brands, too. Like, there's an Aston Martin SUV, there's a Lamborghini SUV, a Bentley SUV, a Rolls-Royce SUV, there's a Ferrari SUV coming out. Yeah. All of them well over $200,000. Maybe an unpopular opinion. I don't really get it. I don't really get them. Because many of them, to me, don't really look all that special. No. I think it's more for... It's the practicality. So these are people who like the practicality of an SUV, but also want also want a Ferrari, right? Like, yeah, yeah. And I know, like, my opinion isn't worth much on this because I am not one of their potential customers. No, and I, but I totally get where you're coming from because I always feel the same way. Like, if you're going to spend that money, you want it to be a flashy ass car. Well, yeah, and like you, you, I mean, you buy a two seater Ferrari or a two seater Lamborghini because they are like they are high performance vehicles, right? Whereas, I mean, an SUV, are you going to be driving that like a high performance vehicle i know but probably practically, not. i mean yeah you you buy a lambo and it's going to probably be parked in your garage for a good chunk of the yeah, season point, whereas an suv could be a year-round vehicle where you still again have that little logo in the back mm-hmm. and still has a powerful engine right some of them i like i almost can't tell when i first see them it just looks like a regular suv i'm like oh no wait that is yeah. A Lamborghini SUV. That is like that is a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar SUV. It looks like a seventy thousand dollar SUV. Well, I have to be honest. When I moved out to the prairies at first, I was like that with trucks. Right? Yeah, and trucks can get extremely expensive. Oh, yeah. And at the time, I used to be like, oh, the, they all look the same to me. Like I couldn't <laughs> tell, right? And it was growing up in in Toronto. No one really had trucks downtown because they're too big to kind of get around the yeah. city. So you wouldn't see trucks often. So I didn't really know what to look for. And then when I came out here, it was like a there's a lot of trucks. And then when I started to see the price, I was like, 
Holy bananas. Yeah. These like, are some expensive assets. You're right. Like a lot of eighty and ninety thousand dollar cars will turn heads, but there are tons of eighty, ninety thousand dollar trucks on the road that just look like trucks. And I They're, couldn't tell you the difference, honestly. Just, like I can tell that some are newer than others, but w- that's kind of uh-huh. it. Like I, I think so, like if you know, like if you buy like a like a Lamborghini supercar, it looks like sure a does. Lamborghini supercar. Whereas yeah. if you buy the SUV, it doesn't look that much different than a lot of the other SUVs and it's class. Also, I find real rich people don't always want to turn heads that way, right? Mm, Sometimes it's like that because that definitely will good drive point. all the heads and, and that attracts a lot of attention, which not everybody wants. So. Stealth wealth? Stealth wealth. St- it's that stealth wealth, isn't that it? stealth wealth. V and S in 20 minutes or less. I was chatting with some friends who are in the medical field and they were laughing about how just inaccurate all the medical shows are that you see on TV. Oh, I bet. I bet. They were talking about how, like, in those shows, first of all, everybody is hooking up with each other. And they're like, that is not, that is not how it goes. <laughs> That's like, not what it's like at a hospital. No, we don't go and hook up in the uh, the closets all the time and just have all these romances going on. Uh, Probably a bit too busy for that, I that, would think. Just a little bit. <laughs> they're like, not to mention that every single doctor is ridiculously good looking as well. They're like, you know, not everybody is a model. You know, you see all the mm. doctors and you're like, oh, the chills. Which I've was, had some pretty attractive doctors was, and nurses over the years, that's though. That's what I said. I was like, I've seen some very attractive uh-huh. nurses and doctors. So, I mean, that's not that. They also spoke about the whole, like, kickstarting your heart thing, though. And this, this is not the medical terms. I'm thinking Motley Crue in my head here, you know. <laughs> it's the Terry in you. Kickstart your heart. <laughs> uh, but you know how they, if somebody, let's say, flatlines, right? And you'll yeah. see, and it's always the same, like, visual of the, the screen and the they line will the go. They rub the paddles together and they yep. say, clear. And, and they're like, that is not how that works. Uh, you can't actually jumpstart a heart. <laughs> Is it? What's the more official term? What's a better oh, way of saying that? Yeah. <laughs> that that's, what, that's just going on in my head right now. I can't. I told you I'm going to Motley Crue. Okay, so that's the back it's a defi- of my mind. It's a defibrillator, right? Yeah. That, okay. The AED device. Basically, yeah. they were saying that like you can't do that from a completely dead heart rate. Mm. There has to be some. It's like a. They're kind of comparing it to a car battery, right? There Where needs you to be some, some sort of. Yeah, you got to put the trickle charger on the exactly on the person. Yeah, then... you got to make sure that you've got the uh, the blanket around your warmer, you know, your engine there. Um, but yeah, which I didn't realize. And they were also laughing because, of course, the you know the big metal ones that mm-hmm. you rub together, like they're like that doesn't happen anymore. Like we don't use those anymore. It was like, hmm. I mean, I think I think movies and TV shows get much wrong about lots of jobs, but uh, probably that one especially. Oh my God. And that's what I was thinking. I was like, it's got to be the pinnacle of the things you get the most wrong. Uh-huh. And maybe it's because there are so many dramas and stuff surrounded yeah, by the medical of profession. Of different quality. And we, for some reason, find it sexy to <laughs> see doctors and nurses make out in cabinets. And so on that point, that. though, what's a job where you do think everybody is hooking up? Hmm. That's a good question. What's a job where everyone, everyone is hooking up? It's a tough one, hey. I mean, radio. Is everyone hooking up in radio? I mean, not anymore. But just, we've we've am I just unaware of it. Well, I think about all the stations <laughs> that's that, unaware. All the drama that's been going on. It's it's happened quite a bit in okay. radio. Hmm? Radio. What else? What else would be like that? I don't mm. think it happens like with teachers, does it? Mm. What about like personal trainers and their clients? They always seem to be rinsing each other. I mean, I could see that one. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that one more than any. I mean, one of the tropes is lawyers and their assistants, right? That is kind it? of thing happens all the Ooh. time, which I don't know if that's real or not, but that's another just trope that you see on TV. Hmm. So it makes you think that. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Wow, look at that. Mm-hmm. Who's been hooking up that I didn't know about, Shauna? Tell me. Well, not 
anyone here right now, but this station is, we've had a history of it, okay? <laughs> BNS in 20 minutes or less. We just want to jump on at the end here because as soon as we finished that segment, our text line blew up with people saying, how could you forget about restaurant workers plunking each other? I know. Like, like it, it was too obvious almost. I know. How did neither of us think of that? Brushed right past it. And it's, yes, 100%. Restaurant workers, bar workers, all, yeah. There would probably be no industry where more of that is going on. Definitely Isn't that like one of the benefits? It's like, we can't give you full benefits, but... You can you each can, other. <laughs> you can grease the bartender. If give you them want, a so. horizontal hula. Yeah. You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. For House of Cars. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.